This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to episode two of It's Five O'Clock Somewhere. I'm Alexandra Wyman. And I'm Anna Gazzetti, and we are the Russian Sisters. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed episode one, which we lovingly called We Are Not Domestic Partners, because no, that is truth. We are not. We, we aren't. You do not lie. No, I, no. I try not to. Sometimes yeah. I fib a little bit oh. in jest. But yeah, no, I don't, I'm not, I, I try not no, to No, you lie. are a very truthful, honest person. Yeah. I'll have to share my polygraph story another time. Oh, that's a good one. I have one too. That's weird. That is weird. Well, we'll get yes. to that. Yes, we will. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are so pumped about the people that gave us a listen. Yes. Um, the fact that we had more than two downloads to our podcast Ooh. and it was like more than just us was so cool. So we're, we're so grateful for that. Um, we know we had some tech issues uh, that first time, so thanks for listening to us anyway. And patience, yeah. The mm-hmm. patient, please come back. Yeah, yeah no, do come back. Um, and we decided, like, in that first episode, we had Alexandra seated in the corner. I was. So um, we decided to bring her out of that corner seat. Yeah, yeah, it happens when you're the youngest, right? You don't really get the invite to the big kids' table. Yeah, we brought her to the big kids' table. Thanks. That's funny. Oh, this um, is fun. And she actually gets to be a part of the show this time around. Yeah, I barely she pa- fit at this. <laughs> she passed the test. <laughs> no. And she has her own microphone this time. Oh, I am big girl now. Not so now. it's all very exciting. Um, also, you guys, we have a sur- subscriber on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah no that's yeah of course we do yeah so check us out if you want to subscribe too i i mean that is very funny and also i think we have a fan no, outside of the two we of do. us which is really cool yes to, thank you to that person because we can't see who you are yeah so you can go and listen to us on our youtube channel it's called it's five o'clock somewhere podcast shocking um and you know, we hope that we'll be able to add some. We some might as well picture. add the other places you can find us right now. I mean, <gasps> we'll we'll wrap up with that again. But y'all, well. we yeah. we got approved on iTunes, mm-hmm. Spotify, Spotify. <laughs> I don't I don't even know the list of places. There are multiple places. There are multiple. You can places. also check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, we'll link the episodes up there too. I think we might even be on LinkedIn. We will be. Oh, just kidding. We we will Stay be. Stay tuned because yeah. we'll be on LinkedIn soon. You guys, this is all just a very exciting venture for us. So we're we're just so thrilled to come back for a second episode. So again, yes. thank you for tuning in um, to us and to give us a shout a, a, sh- a shout out. Maybe you don't have to shout us out, but you can certainly listen to us. That's right. And then maybe shout us out in your own car. Like way to go, <laughs> Russian sisters. That's right. We like, we appreciate that too. Yeah. The vibes in the universe. Yeah. So I have to tell you, um, since we're back for episode two about some things that have been going on this week. Yeah, please do share. Um, Bernie memes have been making money for charity. That's pretty awesome. I know it. Millions of dollars for charity, which I think is phenomenal. 
And the crocheted Bernie, which I'm sure you guys have seen, um, it was circulating on the social media as well, mm. has also generated a lot of money for good things. So I just think that's that's, that's amazing. Fantastic. I mean, on the one hand, I kind of feel for him because he has continually <laughs> tried to be our president, and it turned out that all he had to do was show up to the inauguration with some knitted mittens and he's probably made more money than he would have as president well like more don't, influence don't they say when one door closes other doors open and so they do say that. maybe this was his purpose all along i agree he just didn't know it yet he didn't know it yeah well how could he mind readers other things i learned yes. from twitter following up to the inauguration amanda gorman poet extraordinaire signed with img models like one of the largest international modeling agencies Oh. Yeah. She's no beautiful. Idea. So I think that's perfect. She also was on the Ellen show and I watched a clip of her interview and she says she wants to be president someday. She said the dream started um, to come about when she was in about sixth grade, which is cool because that's the age group that I work with right now. And I just did some career chats with them. And um, I just think it's cool when people start oh. in sixth grade thinking about what they want to be when they grow up. It's so it's so awesome. Anyway, that's so awesome. I'm going to pass that along to my sixth graders. And I think she's definitely someone to keep an eye on. Does it? Does it change if you have to be in like the 16th grade before you decide no. what you want to do? I also tell them that. <laughs> I tell them there are 80-year-olds graduating from college, so it doesn't yeah. even matter. Good. All right. That makes me feel a little bit Oh, better. yeah. We're broad. We're yeah. flexible in our career we choices. <laughs> we are broads. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, another thing I learned from Twitter this week. Yes. Um, because we started a, a Twitter account yeah. For this show. And I started learning things from Twitter. One of them is that there was this picture of like this big brown poop shaped thing mm. that apparently like flew. Like the emoji? No. Nope. A long brown poop shaped thing that flew by us, meaning the earth in 2017. And there's a scientist who believes it was an alien craft. I learned about that on Twitter this week. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I have I have no words for that. I feel like you should hop on there. It's really educational. Yeah. Um, also, double masking is a thing now. Yeah, I have to do that at work, actually. If I don't want to have to quarantine going into all the classrooms I do. Oh. Yeah, so now I've been told if I double mask in one of those is the N95. And then also wear some eyewear, which we can get into why that's doubly important for me right now. Um, then I wouldn't necessarily have to quarantine because I have classrooms all the time that get shut down. Oh, boy. In fact, recently there was a school of mine that just decided they had so many classrooms that had to be shut down for COVID that they just shut the school down for a deep cleaning for a day. Yeah, that's happening too. Yeah. Things are serious and there are all these new variants of um, the COVID that are creeping up. So COVID. Double masking. So you get to wear an N95 yeah, if I wear an N95 and some safety goggles or a face shield. Oh, safety goggles. Maybe yeah. I should invest. Yeah. Hmm, I was trying to find idea. some cute ones, but I don't think anyone's come out with any like real cute ones yet. Someone out there in the universe, come up with some cute safety goggles for us. Some yeah. flashy, flashy yeah. safety goggles. Fashionable safety yeah. goggles. That's so I look like Beaker. Yeah. <gasps> well, he doesn't wear safety goggles. No. He does sometimes. He does sometimes. Yeah. And he's pretty cute. Like, he's one of the best Muppets. That's true. Yeah. 
Anyway, I digress. So, so yes, double, double masking, masking is a thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that on the Twitter. And then, oh, here's my last thing that um, I'll share with you that I learned from Twitter this week is that researchers, there are a lot of big words coming up here, so just bear with me. Researchers with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration believe they have identified a new species of whale in the Gulf of Mexico. I did hear about this. Um, So NOAA is what you can call it instead. Oh, I see it now. Mm-hmm. Noah. <laughs> yes. Noah. And Noah's actually held here in Boulder is one of the Noah stations, actually. I feel like I knew that somewhere yeah. in the recesses. That's amazing. Yeah. They found but I a did new whale. I, I think that's phenomenal in the Gulf of all places. That's interesting. I know. I think, I just think, I mean, maybe that's something we could talk about sometime later, but I just think that's so fascinating. Like here we are in 2021 and a new species is showing up and I know species are dying out and other ones are, are they have a what's that? There's a movie, is it deep ocean or something? Um, but, oh, there's tons of species that are all really, cause there's no light down there in the deep ocean. No, I watched a, um, um planet earth about that oh, yeah so this was totally like pixar kind of animation yeah i don't think it's a pixar movie but yeah it's an animated kids movie but anyway the point is there are a lot of species that we don't know or haven't been able to find yet because we don't have the capability that's so fascinating, I, fascinating. It, honestly i should oh i was waiting for you to break out in song oh <laughs> <laughs> um but i want to i need to go look at a picture so maybe we can find a link to some of your twitter stories and add those in our show notes yeah, that's awesome. Well, that made me, what you just said made me think about this one last thing that I saw oh, on yeah. Twitter from this week. <laughs> yeah. And there was another uh, person on the Ellen show who um, was given a scholarship. It was a really cool, like, Shutterfly scholarship or something. Um, I don't want to get the details wrong, but I think she was going, she's planning on going to Duke. She's a senior, but she wants to study. Um, marine biology but it's like more than marine marine biology it's like getting into the nitty-gritty about like species and also just finding cures Mm. for things it was fascinating she's like 18 years old with all these grand plans so yeah why do you keep putting me to shame at the fact that it took me like a bajillion years to figure out what i wanted to do and i'm still not sure no it's okay there's still 80 year olds graduating from college so anything anything can happen anything oh that's a good the world is your oyster thank you yeah yeah Right. Actually, that yes. makes me think of um, this audiobook that I'm listening to right now. Do not ask me the title. But there is like the author made some comment in there about one of the characters and how he's in his 40s and going through like this midlife crisis. And I'm like, hmm. I'm not going through a midlife crisis at the moment. But it made me think like how sometimes people get into this mindset that once you pick a career earlier on, this used to be the way things were, right? That once you pick a career, you got to stick with it. And then you yeah. can't like rue that you sunk so much money into this college path or that career path or whatever. Like people are changing all the time. And just because you yeah. start down this path doesn't mean you can't start over. I think that's what one of the commentaries was from the book is that he felt like I'm in my 40s. You can't just start all over. And I'm like, yes, you can. Why it's not? harder. But yes, you can. I totally agree. It actually made me think that that would be a great conversation or like to get people thinking about it through this podcast Hmm. because then we can like come back to it maybe later in another episode. I mean, I've kind of flip-flopped because I feel like I was the other way. Like, oh, this is a really cool job that I have right now and I'll see what the future holds. And now I'm more like, "Mm, I kind of got to stick with what I have right now. 
But right. Well, sometimes you do. Yeah. Well, you know, probably for the next 30 years, but <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> you know, I mean, if it's <laughs> at least the next 17 years. retirement plan yeah. and you're single mom in it and you're like, I need some security and like yeah. think about my kid, then sure. Yeah. You might not want to just up. You could up and change. Mm. Yeah. If you wanted to. I, yes, you are 100% correct. I could. Mm-hmm. You know, that would put me a little bit out of the comfort zone. I also don't want you throwing up because it causes you so much stress to think about. It does. And sometimes I just end up throwing up in my mouth. But that's okay. Oh. Like, we just keep going. Yes. We're just going to keep rolling right on through. Let's talk about what has happened to you this week. No, we can't. Oh. No. Oh. First, before we get there, we have to talk about um, the birthdays coming up this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a big week for birthdays. Actually, um, Wednesday is a big day for birthdays. Yeah. So it's our mom's birthday. Hey, Happy Masha. Birthday. Happy birthday. Um, it's our friend Megan's birthday. Happy birthday, Megan. Happy birthday, Megan. And it's our friend Dana's birthday. Yo, Dana. Happy birthday. <laughs> so shout out to all you guys. We love you. Yeah. Um, and hope you have a fantastic birthday. We know that there are many more of you that have February birthdays. So don't worry. We'll be shouting out to you, too. Yeah, and if All we right. miss you, just let us know, and we'll still give you a shout-out. Yeah, we belated shout-outs are perfectly acceptable, I think. I would agree. I yeah. would concur. I would concur. <laughs> um, Super Bowl. Yes. Who's your pick? We've got the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Yeah, can I even say what I called them earlier? I said the FCC doesn't regulate this, so go. Yeah, I was going to say, um, Anna asked me earlier, and I was like, yeah, I'm going for Kansas City, duh, because I'd never go for the f***ing years. And then she said that word, and I was I like, did. we? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry to those Tom Brady fans. Um, I'm just going to say if Tony Palfini is listening, um, but you're going down. You just are. Yeah, we yeah. love our friends who are Patriots fans because, well, former Patriots fans um, and maybe now current Buccaneers fans. And we love you because you are human beings in our lives. Um, and we we are both yeah. going for the Chiefs. No, if it's not the Broncos, it's got to be anyone who's going up against Tom Brady. Yeah, that has been our rule, <laughs> so. actually, for I think as long as we have been and watching I, football. Yeah, I have to call myself out. I haven't watched one iota of football this whole season. I have no idea what is going on. I all I know for the longest time, um, I thought that the Super Bowl was happening today, and that was not the case. Um, so yeah, but when I heard it was the Buccaneers in Kansas City, it's Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I have to agree with the the Chiefs pick there. Whatever happens, um, I think it'll be fun to watch. So we'll 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 see we'll see how that goes. Yeah. For them, I also haven't watched much football. I think early on, I was really turned off, and you know, it's been sad with the the COVID that people can't go to games. And yeah, but when they started adding adding in a crowd track, I was oh my like, gosh, that's dumb. The first I heard that, and I was like, what is? What is that noise? There's no one in the stands, and I I don't understand the purpose of it. I really don't because it's not like the players do they. Ooh, I just moved the microphone. Oh boy. I'm just wondering, can the, is it piped into the players? Like, can they hear the crowd track? Like, you know, a, a pass is complete, and in their helmets, it's like, <laughs> like, do they hear that? Because I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know. Was that was for that us Roger at home? Goodell's idea? I have no idea. Yeah, it just wasn't my favorite. I just feel like we, as participants, as the what are we? The twelfth player. We're not mm-hmm. consulted on whether or not to have the crowd track. Yeah, that was not a good call. 
Hopefully you guys can still hear me since I just tried to throw the microphone I think your light around. is still on, so I think it you're okay. It is still on. Yeah. Hey, our um, producer, director, and tech person extraordinaire, his news of the week um, is that his high school has auditions coming up for their musical that they're going to be doing this year, and they have chosen Sister Act. So yeah. we are wishing him well and all the best, and we're super excited One to hear. One of my faves hear how that goes so stay tuned for that because of course we're going to be linking to whenever if there are um links to the musical or however that works if they're doing virtual whatever whatever I'm that looks sure like this in year person. is it in person it's live streamed, it's live streamed. Live oh yeah live so streamed. we'll we'll connect Hello, you guys Carrie to that because it's going to be amazing yeah. cool. um so that's his story of the week do you have any stories of the week you want to share <laughs> I have quite a few stories this week that I was trying, you know, every time I picked one and was like, oh, this happened this week, um, then something new came up that kind of topped that one. So the universe blessed you with some options. (laughs) I love that you say the universe has definitely taught me a lesson. Um, So I, okay. Oh boy. Yes. So this week there were a couple things that I was supposed to do on Saturday and I during the week was like, I don't want to do these things and decided to put it out to the universe and say, Hey, I don't really want to do these things. Can they just kind of cancel? Um, and you really do have to be careful what you ask for. So it comes to Friday night and I'm having this lovely candle at dinner with my son. Just kidding. It wasn't that it was, we never have nice. Quiet I was trying dinners. to imagine that. Yeah, and no. like candle it is never a nice quiet dinner. Uh, no. And, um, he's doing really well at telling me when he's done eating. And so he gave me his plate, he gave me his fork. Um, and he, I was in mid sentence sharing a very wonderful story. I don't even remember the story I was sharing. Um, and he went to hand me his placemat. That's right. A plastic placemat and nailed me right in the eyeball. What? That is right. Right in the eyeball. Um, Poor thing lost it because I couldn't open my eyes and he kept trying to open my eyes for me and he was so upset and he was worried that something was wrong with me. And well, obviously there's something wrong with me, but uh, (laughs) so I was able to pry my own eye open to the gasps and I went, what do you, what do you, what do you mean you guys? What's happening? Um, So I have what's, oh my gosh, I'm going to, it's a subjunctive. Oh, subconjunctival. Your mom is it. Oh, gosh. Let's try this one more time. Subconjunctival. There you go. Hemorrhage in my eyeball. And I also have a laceration. That is a long word. That means cut. For 18 months old, he, I mean, we knew he had some pretty good aim, but this was like spot on. He couldn't have hit this better. Oh, my goodness. He had, and it was the corner of the placemat. I mean, he, he got me good. Anyway, the point is that I had to, I had to cancel everything on Saturday because I had to go to urgent care. (laughs) So, but we're good. It's, um, it is not pretty. Yeah, it is not pretty. If I look a certain way, it looks normal. If I go cross-eyed, it does not look normal. Yeah. I feel like a number of times, like, you know, I walked in the door and I was like, Hey, and then she turned her head and I was like, Whoa, (laughs) there there it is. Yeah. There is the, yeah. And I forget about it sometimes. And then I'll see a reaction like, Oh yeah, by the way, I did this thing to my eye. Sorry. Yeah. And no, a patch is not neat. I've been asked multiple times <laughs> if I need a patch. Um, no, no. I yeah. should be doing hourly um, cold compresses, but that, right, with a child is not happening. Well, and so we moved positions um, yeah. for the so, podcast yeah. for today. So, so if, if anyone does watch this, if we can, if the video does yeah, don't work. Don't freak out. 
yeah, yeah just you're, you're just looking, looking at my my good eye. This <laughs> <laughs> is your good eye. That's my good eye. Um, yeah. That's funny. So it'll heal. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Your yeah. sight has not been so impacted. So I had, like I said, no. And I had all these other ideas, like all these, I, I don't even know, like single mom things that happened this week, but this really does top my week. This yeah, kind of took yeah. the cake. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Cake topper. So oh, it was a cake topper. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, so yeah, you, the universe said, okay, we'll cancel the things well, now for Saturday. I, right now I just, you know, next time I want to cancel things, I should just cancel them and not wait for the universe to, to do it for me. <gasps> right. Not to challenge. Yeah. Cause you're right. You just never know. Right. This is God's sense of humor. <laughs> well, we know yeah, in this yeah. family, we know he's got a good one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What about you? What, what, what's happened in your week? Well, I'm glad you're okay. Oh, thanks. Um, I think the funniest thing that probably happened to me this week was, um, uh, recently when I went to go get my first round of vaccine, um, at a hospital, which was really cool. I was very excited, um, that I finally, like my number came up and I got to go get the vaccine. And after I got the shot, they had us go wait in this room for like 15, 30 minutes, just, you know, I guess, depending on how a person was feeling, they gave us water and some snacks and said, just hang out here in case you're not feeling very well after the vaccine. I was like, well, that's very cool. So then I went and I sat in this room and took a picture of my card and then I posted and I'm like, (laughs) you guys, I did it. Yay. And then, um, uh, then I was like, I think I'm feeling okay and, and I can leave. And it was at nighttime that I went. And so I went to go leave, the, right? They have signs that say, here's how you enter the room. And then signs saying, here's how you exit. So it's like, you know, one directional. And then when I got out of the room, I didn't know how to exit. Like I was just in a hallway and I didn't know how to exit. So, you know, what I did, I did what I think what lots of normal people would do. And that's look for the big green exit signs that are hanging from the ceiling. And so I did. And so I followed the big green exit signs and it led me to a door that led me into like a a back hallway somewhere. And I was like, Oh no, Dorothy. You ended up like in a badged area. Toto and Dorothy. Like I was Dorothy. I was like, Toto, you're not even with me. I'm by myself. And now I'm in this back hallway Oh my gosh. That's not even like carpeted. Morgue. I, that's why I was like, if I follow these stairs, I'm going to, I don't even know where I'm going. So then I just kept trying to follow the green exit signs, which took me down a bunch of stairs and I could see down at the bottom of the stairs, there were all these push doors and I could see like on the pushy thingy, um, there, there were like some red blinking dots, but I thought, well, the exit sign is right above them. So maybe that'll oh, get me boy. to outside. <laughs> and so there I go walking down all the way down these yeah. stairs in this hallway emergency exit i am all by myself it didn't even say like do not open this door emergency exit but when i pushed the lever it buzzed at me oh my god and so i was like oh my god how is it you out of all the people there end up in the basement well in like the bowels of the hospital i was like i cannot be the only person that did this there was an arrow you missed someone (laughs) there was an arrow i totally missed it because i had to go back but i was totally imagining like the security guards who watch the cameras are like we got another one (laughs) back here like when it buzzed they're trying to do like rock paper scissors (laughs) to decide who has to go track it down (laughs) i was like all these things are going through my head it's i'm like gosh and i 
walk myself back up the stairs in this hallway that no one else is in. And then I, I'm like, I hope I didn't get locked out from the carpeted room that I was just in. So I go back to that door and I'm like squinting my eyes, like, here we go. And so then I was able, I did it. I didn't lock me out. So I went back Obviously to the carpeted area. did not pay attention when they brought you back. <laughs> no. Well, not yeah. They're just, okay. So then when I got back into the carpeted area, because the area that I was in, in that back hallway is like gray and it, and there's no carpet. It's not like warm and brown and reds like where I just was. And so then I like go back into that room where it is carpeted mm-hmm. and I'm like, where? And I yeah. look around and then I see this eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper taped to a wall with a, a it's a in black like exit. And I think it had a red <laughs> circle. And I'm like, that is not your standard international sign for exit. It is obvious how I missed that very much so. So then I weaved my way back and was able to like, get back to the elevator. Yeah, never mind then... the multiple opportunities you had to maybe go back and ask the nurse, like, hey, when I'm done, how do I get back out Who to the front? Who for directions? What? <laughs> Who does? All the time. Oh, my God. You guys, mm. it was just, I I laughed to myself. And then I laughed for the security people who were watching cameras. And then yeah. um, I laughed for anyone else who was going to cross my path. But no one did. It's, I was so isolated back there all by myself. But the good news is I got my vaccine. I was able to make yeah. my way back to my car. I was going to say, did you end up like exiting the building close to your car? Or did you end up having to walk around the whole no, building? No, thankfully I, I came out the way I went in. So <laughs> yeah, I... I was able to find oh, my car, and then yeah, and then I'm, I'm here under- today to talk about it. Yeah, the universe so. had your back. I'm glad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh good. my God, that it yeah. was pretty funny, you guys. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's my story. Do you yeah. have any other stories? I do actually. This one actually happened um, last night, and I I was debating whether or not to bring this up because it's a little spooky, but it kind of fits in with what we were going to talk about anyway today. Okay. So dead asleep, dead asleep in the middle of the night. You want to use those choice of words? Yeah, I know. Oh my God. Great. All I keep getting told is, yeah, word choice. Anyway, so I am very asleep, very asleep. And I hear a noise. I don't, I don't think I was even dreaming. And I hear a noise and it sounds like a picture frame falling over, but really loud to the point that I started to kind of rouse a little bit and come out of my sleep, but I wasn't, I was about to go right back asleep. And then in my ear, it happens again, super loud. That's creepy. And I jumped. Yeah. Are you ready for what time it was? What time was it? Are you ready? What time was it? Yeah. 3 a.m. Exactly. Oh no. Yeah. Do you want to share why? That, well, that 3 a.m. is the witching hour. That's just like so creepy. Anytime I wake up at 3 a.m., I'm like blasted. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yeah. Creepy things happen in 3 a.m. hours. Ugh. So I like did one of those, you know, deer in headlights, don't move. Is the sound still there? Is the kid breathing? Is the dog okay? And then um, I looked over because I did, I do have a picture frame on my dresser. Hadn't moved at all. I mean, it was so loud in my ear. I jumped a week. It's so creepy. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, so I just ended up um, having to like throw in earbuds to fall back asleep. Did you say anything to it? Were you like, hello? Yeah. It's me. No. I'm here. Yeah. It already knows I'm there. We're good. Yeah. It doesn't know you're there. I was trying (laughs) to wake you up. That is so random. No idea. There's nothing I like this morning I got up and was like, let me just check. Cause as, as we'll get into, there are things that fall off my walls sometimes. And so I, I kind of like did a survey. There's even another frame that, um, the, the kid, we'll call him the kid for now. We haven't figured out what we're going to, buddy, 
Buddy the Kid. Button. Button. Um, he had, like, broken the back of a frame, and so I just have it, like, kind of sitting up um, in our living room. And I thought maybe that had knocked over. Nothing. Nothing moved. Something so just no wanted idea. to wake you up. Something or someone wanted to wake me up. And I have no clue. And then luckily I was able to go back. I, I have problems falling asleep. So I'm grateful that I could just throw my earbuds in and this is me throwing. My okay. So in. I feel like we want to, we should spend some time on this because I feel like yeah. since Sean, your husband died yeah. in August, right. there have been some really interesting things happening in this house, yes. which I want you to share. And even before that, I feel like we have been believers of oh, yeah. like supernatural weird things we definitely have ghost stories from mm-hmm. throughout a lot of different places yeah. we, we've lived ghost, ghost things have happened and i'll back up um so this could be just a sensitive information alert does that sound oh yeah yeah, yeah. sensitive information this could be alert. sensitive yeah so sean um i think a lot of people wonder if he died uh from covid which he did not um he actually took his own life so in august of last year he uh, did that. Um, and just to answer a question that a lot of people have, uh, no, I did not know this was going to happen. And in fact, I don't think anyone, um, I'm pretty, I can say that pretty solidly that no one was expecting this or knew that it would happen. Um, yeah, I feel, I can, I feel like we, we didn't see it coming. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like people will talk about warning signs or this, that, like, how do you know? No, people, that's another (laughs) Oprah. I promise you we will come back to that. But yeah, it really threw us for a loop. Anyway, back to ghosts. Um, Back to the ghost. And just to say too, um, because this is sensitive information or if this stirs up anything for you, also, I hope um, in the show notes that we'll post some resources, like definitely seek help. That is one of the things. I have said from the beginning, because this kind of death can touch people who like even just met him once or who have met me before or anybody who's involved in the situation. So definitely seek help, find a way to help through any of the grief or any of the, um, the thoughts or feelings that can come up with it for sure. Yeah. Um, but the reason why we wanted to kind of broach that, cause it'll come up again and again. And so we've well, kind it's of part dubbed, of our lives now. Yeah. We've kind of dubbed the, um, before Sean died BSD, BSD. and then after Sean died ASD, ASD, which I will clarify. Cause I do work with kids with autism spectrum <laughs> disorder. So I will make sure to, to clarify which ASD we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, since he, since he died, there were a couple times, I think the first one really, um, was when you and I were actually talking about potentially doing a podcast mm-hmm. i don't know if you like want to share how that went because i was just like blah 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 like going on and on and you're like my my ear my ear yeah, yeah. we were sitting here and talking and um the the location where we were where we were at you know i don't <laughs> like that from our last episode so where we were sitting it was i mean it's I just, I guess, like neutral climate, neither mm-hmm. too hot nor too cold. But there have been several occasions where I'm like, oh my gosh, did you just feel like there's like this blast of cold air that just came across my face and just kind of gave me yeah. the chills. 
um, mm-hmm. out of nowhere. No windows are open. I know it's winter, but she has pretty solid insulation. So it, yeah, it, yeah. it was just really creepy. And she's like, nope, I didn't feel that. And I'm like, okay. And then that did hey. happen to me, like, I think a week after mm-hmm. that first one where I was like, oh, did you feel, oh, it must just be the draft of the window or something. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, no, no draft. Yeah. No. Yeah, no draft. And then a couple times... Okay, so I'm going to just start the story, and then you can finish the story. But Alexandra has these decorative things um, up on her wall, and one is a really pretty thing that houses wine corks. So when we're done with our wine, we pop the corks in this thing. And then the other one was for beer caps. And so um, I believe our sister-in-law got them for you, Jackie, as a housewarming gift. And she got the wine one for you and the beer one for Sean. And so they've been up in the house all this time but then since he died in the fall right around christmas time he took the beer one down and put up this christmas mm-hmm. decoration this yeah. painting that like the kids did a finger painting yeah. that the, the nieces did once upon a time yeah and that thing would fall off yeah. the wall totally i don't know how many times it fell off the wall just um boop. i think that one was two so that one the first time um it fell off the wall again while i was like in bed just about to turn off the light and I heard a crash and came down and found that it was on the the floor and I was like well okay maybe it was the dishwasher which is across the room so um right you start to to come up with like all these reasons of how could that have happened and so then it fallen off the wall so a month later probably a month three weeks or a month later when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was like upstairs, bringing my son downstairs. We turned the corner and it's on the floor again. And I was like, okay. And then a third time, Anna and I were talking. I don't even know. We were talking about something that Sean had been involved in. And there was another painting that our son had done. Sean had gone and had our son do a really cute painting for me for Mother's Day. And that sucker just fell off the the counter from where it was. Like it was just propped up on our counter. And just fell off. And so fell. Yeah. So after, after, I think, yeah, after the third time and I was like, I don't know what to do. Everyone was like, put the beer caps back up. Yeah. Jackie (laughs) and I happened to be together when you sent us a picture of the thing on the floor again. And we're like, put the beer caps back up. And so she did. And it's been fine ever since. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what you all believe, but like I said, for us, we've just had so many weird things happen and we've been in places where ghosts have been known to exist um so it's not like i I don't know it's not out of the normal for us to to maybe attract some of that i totally say that our grandma came that one day like so this was like years ago we were in a complete on and i were roommates in this other house and i was doing something in our living room and there was this huge oak bookshelf with all like all these books on it and all of a sudden there was this crash and I turn around and a bunch of books that I had been given from our grandmother that were all in Russian uh, were just on the floor. And I was like, wait a second. They came off the like second to top shelf. They had been pushed back against the, the back of the bookshelf and all of them. And so I was trying to see if like, if they opened to a certain page, I have no idea. 
the significance behind it. But I, I think, yeah, I totally think our grandma came. No. And you called me up and we were like trying to shake yeah. the bookshelf <laughs> to recreate what had happened. Like oh, yeah. how, like was it the physics cats? Was wise, it? like mm-hmm. how physically physics is mm-hmm. this possible? Yeah. Um, and we couldn't recreate it. We couldn't make it happen no. again. But the fact that it was like our grandmother's books, books and yeah. in Russian, we were like, Hey Baki. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think that's something that we've done with Sean too. Like if we're feeling that yeah. we're in this house or in your house and things are happening or we get the cold air or things are falling off, we've just been, we've decided to just call out to him and talk to him and let him know hey we we're thinking about you and we miss you and yeah um we know bud yeah yeah that's it's um yeah it's some craziness so and i'll say too um i have talked to a medium twice since shauna i know i know she's pretty phenomenal Um, tell me tell me about this no, I think, you know, you kind of always wonder at first, you know, the skeptic of like, oh, are you going to know? Can you? And the thing was, this was a phone conversation. So she has no idea what I look like. Um, I suppose she could Maybe like, she does. Google my name. No, well, but she's not really like a, she's not a seer in that way. Like she, she actually, um, she's not first, a psychic, right? She's not like, I can uh, she does have some psychic. She abilities. does have some, some psychic. Yeah. So the first, some people say there's differences between a medium and a psychic. Well, there, oh, well, and there's also different, like there's the clear, see, I'm not even going to be, there's like the clairsentient, I'm oh. probably saying all these wrong, like the clairvoyant, the clairaudient, audient, I'm hmm. probably mispronouncing these, but there are all different ways to be a seer. Wow. But she actually described me like to me, but not as I was looking at this. Like basically I think she was getting information about what I look like from him. What made you decide to seek out a medium? Um, I think, you know, it's just the curiosity, honestly. And, and then having a couple other people who've been through this a very similar situation of losing a significant other in this manner who also sought out a medium, um, right? There are so many questions you don't get answers to. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And, and I'll be honest, I wanted to make sure that I was more open because there's no guarantee that you're going to find any information. And so I will say that she was able to describe, she's obviously never met Sean. Um, and I did not give her his name beforehand. She didn't know why she doesn't want any of that information. All she got was my phone number and she was able to, to describe his tattoos. She was able to describe his height, his, um, his build, um, she, yeah, she, knew. it's really amazing. I think it was, it was one of those things like the hair sticking up on my arms as she was talking. Cause she was like, you know, she was able to tell me that his mom had left him when, when he was two, like I didn't offer any of that information. And so that was, that was really cool. It's just wild how she then knew things I think, which I think validates, right? Like, yeah, this is really cool. It's just, she was describing goes. my father-in-law's house to me like, she doesn't know him. She doesn't know anything about him. She wouldn't even know like what his house looks like. And she was able to describe it to me. So how did you feel after talking to her? You know, it's a mixture. It's hard, but it's, it's good. You know, it's a way to, um, bring some peace of mind in a way because there, you know, it helps just working through some of the grief and she, you know, I don't have any extra answers into some of the questions I have, but it does bring just like a, a little peace of mind because, you know, for loved ones, we hope that they're in a good place where they feel better and they're not in pain. And, and she was able to kind of help me 
um, through that. That's phenomenal. But it's also hard, you know. But I, I mean, I've I've met other people who've sought out mediums for other things, for work, for um, for family, for all different. Sorry, apparently I have an itch underneath my nose, but um, but yeah. Would you ever go? Well, so I I did been so not for a direct like no not for me personally, um, but a friend of mine, Megan. Hey, um, happy birthday, Megan. Happy birthday, Megan. (laughs) Um, she said, Hey, there's this medium and she's going to be doing this presentation. And so she and I went and listened to her, like we were in an auditorium and she was talking to a bunch of people and then she would just call out things and then ask if that related to anybody in the audience. And then she'd really narrow that down and hone in. And, you know, I think for some people it really, it really brings some peace of mind which, you know, after this type of death, suicide, we were left with no answers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like he let us know it was happening and then said, this is how, how it's going to go and this is why. So we, we're, we're left, the survivors are left trying to make sense out of like the most senseless act possible. And so I think for some people, talking with a medium can really bring some peace of mind. And and we've talked about how for other people, um, it just stirs some stuff up for them because they they don't always get the answers and mm-hmm. and their loved ones wherever they are um aren't always the ones who come out and and through come through the medium and, and want to talk. So there are the success stories and then the there are the not success stories, but I, for you, I, I know based on the stories that you have shared in your conversations with her, how awesome it has been. And just, you know, yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. People get addicted to this and I can see why it's, um, you know, but right. I think there's a little bit in all of us who wish that there could be some way to foresee what's coming in our future or some way, you know? Um, and she even said that she has regular clients and I was like, what? You know, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, but I, I mean, that's a thing like the caution, like to be cautious if you do this, because people, it's something I think we can't always wrap our, our head around, like the spiritual world. Even for me, like I was, was like, Oh yeah, totally. Like I said, grandma came and saw us and I was, I was like, okay, cool. And then after he died, I was like, no way, like, there's no way he's going to come see us. And then I'll, obviously all of that happened. So there's just so much of that, that spiritual peace and what happens after you die that we just don't always have answers to. And I can definitely see why people get attracted to that, but it's almost to a detriment because then they're afraid to make any decisions for themselves because it doesn't fit in line. And she even would say, she's like, some stuff I might tell you might make sense right now in the moment, and then it can change in the future. And so there's no way of really predicting what the future is going to look like or yeah because then i mean if you're putting all your stock to someone else that kind of takes away like your decision making it's easier responsibilities it's easier because then you don't have that responsibility Uh and your own free will which i will say for our for our friends and loved ones out there who know our religious background and our religious ties (laughs) this is something that we have had many conversations with all of our um our loved ones and our our spiritual people. So don't you fret. Um, and also, I I just think like oh, Alexander said, like seeing a medium is not unorthodox. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> um, well, 
I I just think you know people have opinions about this, and people totally. sometimes you get you have your really strong opinions, and I, and we we know that, and you are open to your opinions, and we are open to our opinions and our experiences, and um, I don't yeah. know, like I I know it can be a fine line, and if you have questions, oh my gosh, definitely reach out. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, I think there's room for all different ideas around this. And I think all of us actually have the ability, even intuition is considered to be a way to seek or understand things without having something tangible in front of you. And so, yeah, I think everyone has the ability for something extra. It's just if you're open to it or if you even care. And that's totally fine if not. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I I agree. And I, I mean, it's all like coming at it also with the discernment to know like this oh, is where course. this is leading me and this is a good thing and this yeah. is where this is leading me and it's not necessarily a good thing for me so no it's not like the genie from Aladdin where I can be like hey can you uh, help bring it like no there's no bringing him back this isn't you know I can't do that none of us can and and I think it's just part of the process but understanding that it's part of the process and and to just you know have some solace in in a situation that can be like really intense so. so do you feel like this has been one of the things that um, ASD after Sean's death has like, I, I'm hearing you say it's been beneficial for you to work through some of the grief and yeah. to give you some peace of mind. Would you say it's a cup filler for you? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it can be because it can. <laughs> Sorry. I like to spontaneously laugh. Um, yes, I I think it can be because it, well, because it's a way to be able to take baby steps forward. So that's where, that's where I see it as being able to help. I know, I don't know why you're laughing at me right now. There's like some, yeah. I'm trying not to laugh on microphone. I'm just, why? I'm going giggle. with the flow. I know. I do giggle. I know. That was a really good segue into our cup. She's dollars. laughing at me because I was trying to segue into our <laughs> next topic. <laughs> As well, we, it's weird to say like a medium is a cup filler, but but at the same it, time, that's what I'm asking. Is it? I think it is a little. I mean, I I I would say like being able to find things to look forward to is a cup filler, and and I will say the last time I spoke with her, it actually helped kind of propel me because I knew that there were certain things that I needed to just put to rest in my grief to be able to move on to the next chapter of my grief. So I went from like the acute to now being in this transition of I'm not moving on from Sean, but I am having to start to move forward and look forward to things. And she helped do that. I love, love, love your perspective and your wording around that. And I know we're going to dive into that in the future, um, but I just think it's it's been amazing to for me to watch the process. And, and um, as hard as things have been, it's also... Um, it's been good for lack of a better word to see that there is movement forward and that you have been seeking out a variety of resources to help through the process. Oh, totally. So yeah, um, you can't do this on your own so that you don't just stay stuck. Cause that can happen too. And I've met people who are totally like years, like it's been years since they've lost a loved one to suicide and they're, they really cannot move on from, from the death. I can't do that personally. I just, like that will, that will deteriorate me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but on to cup fillers. You want to talk about cup fillers? Well, So what I mean, things are filling your cup? 
these days. Well, laughing. Laughing is good. Yeah. So that's probably why I laughed when you asked me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Because that's a cup filler. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have laughter on mine too. Oh, do you? Actually, it's my number one too. This is two weeks in a row that you've had the same number one. (laughs) Shocking. Uh weird Uh um being with friends which is kind of hard right now with covid but being able to at least zoom which i i totally admit (laughs) first a lot lot of people have been like we want to hang out we want to see you and i'm like okay just keep reaching out because i'm not really good at planning things right now but um hot baths fill my cup Mm. which is funny because we had a friend recently who um, took out the bath and shower tub, the tub shower mm-hmm. combo in their house. And he turned around and was like, who takes baths anyway? And I was like, I do. And the whole conversation, it was hilarious. Cause he was like, really people, people still do these things. And I was like, yes, they're wonderful. Yeah. Um, and the other one I put was diving. Cause I do love diving. You scuba diving, do that is. love not, diving. Not off a diving board, but scuba diving. Yeah. I'm, I'm a snorkeler and she's a diver. I can't snorkel for anything. I am awful at snorkeling, which doesn't make sense. I know, but I really, I take water in my breathing tube all the time. Do you really? All the time. Yes, because I see something and I'm like, Wait, you're that looks cool and mm. I want to go after it. Mm. And then all of a sudden my head's underwater. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's not pretty. <laughs> so it's better if you have the full gear and you can just go Oh my gosh, if go. I could just, even if I was in like three foot deep water, I'd probably soap it on all my scuba <laughs> gear. Can you imagine that? She's out there in the kiddie pool in the <laughs> yeah, summer, yeah. full gear. Yeah. I want you to imagine that right now because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kids interactive pool where you can touch all the like manrays mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. yeah i'll have my rag on <laughs> no i'm gonna come to her house someday this summer and she's gonna have the blow up pool back on the back porch for for a yeah. button and uh she's gonna yeah. be like swim swim oh like that saturday night live skit yes. <laughs> that we watched oh, oh lap time <laughs> with jim carrey and will ferrell it's a really good one Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what's his name? Tim Meadows. Meadows. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. You are all thinking about it right now. I know. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, what fills your cup? Um, well, number one is laughter. I love how <laughs> like contagious laughter. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. That I just like the the endorphin release. It's a fun feeling. Yeah. Um, time with family makes me really oh. heart heart happy. So yeah, we, you had friends, friends, family, loved ones. Um, when we're having a good time makes my heart happy i like walking outside well i i'm not a runner i'm not i'm not a runner i've tried to be a runner um i think you're more of a runner than you think you are but you just don't enjoy it it's it's not a cup filler for me it's not but being outside and walking or i'll even get on the treadmill and running um you you do love running Mm -hmm. like you get really good shoes on a regular basis to help you with that endeavor yeah it's just never been i have knobbly knees I was a soccer player and I could like run in spurts. You said you're, you're a sprinter. You do run like a sprinter. But then they were like. And you did track. In, you? Well, in high school, they were like, you should do track. And then I tried out for track and did the running piece. And they're like, you run wrong. And I and then I was like, <laughs> I don't, this does not wrong? feel good to me. I don't even understand how they can tell you run wrong. I know. I just, oh. I was using, I think I my body posture was wrong. And then mm. I wasn't using the right parts of my that feet. that would be a little and, traumatic too to have someone tell you. Well, I wouldn't like running either if someone told me. No, it just wasn't fun for me. Yeah. And I guess I like to do things that are fun when when I'm feeling a reward or I'm feeling like it makes me happy. Then I want to soccer do it. makes sense because you run after the ball. 
So when you get the ball, that's your reward. Yeah, I loved yeah. soccer. Yeah. Still do. You're good at it. Well, thank you. Yeah. You were too. Mm. You played internationally. I didn't. I Okay, <laughs> let's be fair. You, you played like not in England true. of all places. They called it football there. Yes, that is true. <laughs> that's how serious that, that was. But I did play for my university, but... It was not, yes, it was not like I played internationally on some. I played very for a very short time at my university in England. They, If they even heard this, they would probably be laughing at the idea that I say played. Because <laughs> that's in quotes. <laughs> I quote played. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Back here in the States, we were like, our sister's famous. <laughs> She's playing in England. They call it football. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah. Alexandra's always been good at that. She started playing um, a lot earlier than I did too, and she was always really good at it. Um, so what fills my cup also is mindfulness. Now, I am not oh, amazing yes. at mindfulness. It is not something that I ever really, um, I don't do on a regular basis, but I just did this. Um, You're getting better at it, for I sure. Would, well, let me tell you this. I was on a meeting for school the other day, and one of the teachers led this mindfulness practice, and it was phenomenal like I it was very short and very brief but it was about like thinking through different parts of the body and accepting them oh and then on the so on the way down accepting the different parts of the body and then on the way up appreciating them and her story that she started with hey Amanda is that (laughs) um she's she's a runner talk about Mm. runners she's a runner but she's like because you know when you do something like running 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 then your feet aren't always beautiful and so she was lamenting one day that her feet aren't beautiful and her husband said to her think about right reframe think about all those places all the places all the miles all the different travels that you've had because of your feet like all the places Mm. they've taken you and and right accept what they yeah. are and appreciate that and so then this mindfulness activity was born i don't know but it was that's pretty cool it was so cool yeah um to walk through so i i really appreciated that yeah um filling my cup is also travel so seeing new sites you do love to travel um that is a, a big and cup filler trip. you said that last i week. do i've been to 50 states so that's been fun yes i did have. not road trip them all because that would be impossible <laughs> that that would be yeah. but that'd be a little awkward um i but, mean fairies i guess that'd be weird you could ferry yeah like fly there no i'm saying like you could take your car onto a ferry you could i could but i didn't to hawaii that would be a very long trip mm-hmm. it would be yeah yeah um and then my last one is doing for others like i i that fills my cup when um it does i am serving others I really do. And you do a lot of, I, you know, when you said that, what popped up to my head was your turkey drive. Like, (laughs) I love the turkey drive. We do one for the Denver rescue mission every year. And Mm -hmm. I, it's just a favorite of mine, um, to take the frozen turkeys downtown and drop them off for people. So I do like to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all that. Oh, well, you are very welcome for sharing all what you shared <laughs> you are welcome you are welcome too thank you also, uh-huh. as well. hey um now that we have kicked off like now we're in our second now episode I know. this is so exciting this is very exciting um do you ever like dream about who you would want to have on this show like if we were ever going to do guest speakers or interview people on the show do you ever think about who you'd want to have like your I dream have, team who would well, like your dream interviewers i mean be? interviewees to be fair, once you asked me, then I started thinking about it because <laughs> before then I was like, oh, we're doing this podcast. This is fun. But once you asked me, I do have quite the list here. Yeah. Tell me. Oh, oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. I feel Give like all I've done one. all day has gone first, but that's okay. 
Um, okay, so um, I would love to interview or speak with Kristen Bell. She's oh, on, she's great. Yeah. Um, Kate Hudson is on there. Um, oh, sorry, you're looking at me. Did do? Oh, did you? Reese Witherspoon. Oh yeah, she's also on mine. Get out. Yeah. So you want to? Okay. Yeah, I feel like Reese Witherspoon would be a good interview. She because yeah. she now has a book club, and I feel like oh, I does learned, she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's on. I have like a a more private Instagram thing, and and I like follow her every once in a while. Just to tell me more about Kristen Bell. I mean, I know who she is. No, I just I think I she'd love be a trip. She's, she, you know, I, I think she owns it. Like that's been my, my phrase for this year so far is own it. And she just owns every, like she's on a journey to own her life and, and all the good, the bad and ugly and to just keep going. And I really appreciate that. I think that's, I would call her kind of an expander or someone like a role model. Ooh, an expander. Yeah. I love that term. All right. Who else do you have? Um, I said Kate Hudson. Mm. Um, yeah. did you want to go? No, ahead? no, oh. go for it. Oh. Um, I think Tom Hanks would be really cool. <gasps> he, yes. Yeah. I think just because, like, and the people that I have on here are just people I feel like I could learn something from, you know, and, and their own journeys or getting to where they are or, right. I don't think any one of these people has gotten to their success and been like, oh, cool, I'm done. You know, they continue with their creativity. And I think that that's just a really good lesson. I feel like he's um, a good human too. Yeah. Like, I feel like humans. we're good human collectors. Yeah. And so they yeah. say, what is it like you... You, uh, I can't, I can never get this phrase right, but it's all about like the eight people you surround yourself with. Yeah. Are the ones. Yeah. That kind of reflect. Yeah. Um, I have the Obamas on my list. Do you have them? I do. I have Michelle Obama. You do? Yeah. Did you, um, watch her thing on Netflix? Um, I watched part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah. I feel like she's a great role model. I also put, um, Billie Eilish. Because oh, not only do I think yeah. she's really talented yeah. as a performer and singer, as an artist, but I know that she's also, as a young person, been outspoken about her mental health, um, her mental illness, and just the struggles that she's been through. And so I feel like she would be really interesting to talk to. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, again, like these are people where you're like, you're kind of interesting. Yeah. I feel like you provide like a different perspective on something. Totally. Um, I have Sandra Bullock on there. <gasps> I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will Smith. Mm. Tina Fey. Nice. Yeah. Her, you, her, yeah. um, her book is on my shelf. I was just like looking at it. Oh, from it's afar. such a good book. Mm-hmm. Such a good book. If you guys haven't read that, it's, it's really good. And it's just fun again to see people's journeys. I'm one of those people and I'm really bad at comparing myself to others. And then also just making assumptions about people with their success. Like, oh, you wouldn't have these kinds of problems because you're extraordinary and I'm ordinary. But to just see that people just live their lives and go through the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, are you ready for this? Yes. My name is Enigo uh, Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Prepare to die. Um, Mandy Potemkin. I, okay. I so I am rewatching Criminal Minds. And oh, I, is he? At, oh, yeah, because he is the on The first couple seasons he was on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think he's interesting. Yeah. I just think, like, he's another one, like, just really solid. And I have no idea. I don't know anything about these people other than my own, As like, people? ideas. I know. I just yeah. know. I, I've never met these people in my life. No. I just know what I know from what I read or see on the TV. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Who else do you have? Okay, so Daryl Hammond, I put him on here because I watched the um, show of his on Netflix. And yes. then because of that show, I bought his book. Right. I and just then started reading it. I just, okay, so I just 
finished the book and then passed it on to Alexandra. It's worth the read. I think he's a phenomenal, his journey has been so interesting and full of struggles. And yet he's, he's worked really hard to work through his stuff Mm -hmm. and still be as successful as he is. And just the, the introspection that he's done and, and the things that he's had to endure. I, I just think, and, and what he became on Saturday night live and represented and the name that he's made for himself in the comedic world. I, yeah, I just think he'd be again, people's stories I find fascinating. And so what can I learn from this person? And yeah, totally. And use, or, or how, you know, how can this person be a model for others or role model for others? And what can we learn from them? Um, my last person is Rachel Hollis. Now, I know she has her own podcast and Mm. she's been a uh, guest speaker on a lot of people's podcasts and she's just, she's pretty amazing. A great person. She is definitely someone who owns it and then is is sharing how else can other people own it. I know. I'm kind of like, how can I be like her? But I know I have to be like me. Like I have to find my own path and be me. I mean, it's cool to just pull little pieces from multiple people to draw on. Yeah. 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 I think she's a dynamic person. So yeah. that would be my list of people. I like it to choose from. I think that's in fantastic. a dream in a dreamland. Dreamland. But don't you guys worry. We already started our list of people that we're gonna um, have <laughs> yeah, have guesting on our show in a yeah. couple months. So cliffhanger. I know. Stay tuned for that. Hey guys, we're coming to the end of our show for today. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, you know, for the one episode we've already done, we're going to do our Shanti Wyman joke of the day yeah. tribute to STW. So at random, I'm picking from a book of dad jokes. That's right. Your joke today is, mm-hmm. are you ready for this, I'm Alexandra? Ready. Yeah. Why did the Energizer bunny go to jail? Uh, I don't know. Why? Because he was charged with battery. That is terrible. <laughs> that is absolutely terrible. And I just flipped to the back where it says terribly good dad jokes. Yes, are. that was pretty that awful. That was a big thing for Sean T. Wyman. He loved the corny dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and our affirmator for today. Are you ready? It's magic. I believe in magic. I see evidence of it all the time. And though the tricks can probably be explained away by something sensible and ordinary, I'd rather not ruin the fun. Other people can fill their days with mere coincidence. I'll fill mine with, holy crap, that's unbelievable. Love it. That is so appropriate for today. Perfect for today. I love it. Thank you guys for listening. Awesome. Um, We hope you subscribe to our show and check us out and hang in there with us. We love you and honor you and hope nothing but the best for you this upcoming week. Yeah. Thanks. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. I'm Connie.
Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favourite podcast app.